Brandon Medina and Michael Jimenez are the Fantasy Gods. What is going on? What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to the Fantasy Gods podcast. Welcome, one. Welcome, all. The church is open. My name is Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is Michael Jimenez. How are we doing, my man? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm looking forward to another week of fantasy football, baby. That is right. If you are new to the show, we do go live on Sundays at 11 a.m. on ESPN San Antonio. However, we're going to start doing a little podcasting as well on the side, of course, because we all have waivers. We all have questions, trades, buy highs, buy lows, stuff like that, as well as betting advice. So we'll try to be coming to you a couple times during the week. We'll talk about that and see what we can do. However, right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy because we're going to talk about some money bets that we need you guys to be taking this week, as well as some buy high, buy lows, and maybe some trades you should be pulling off yourself as well in your league. Uh, talking about that, Mike, you know, week five is now here, right? We've seen kind of the the progress or the the failure of some players. Let's just talk a little bit. Are there any players that it's just time to move on? The 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 glimmer of hope was there. Maybe players of yesteryear, time to retire their jerseys in the fantasy football <laughs> hall of fames. I'm talking about the AJ Greens, the the oh. T.Y. Hiltons. Is there any players that maybe you just Maybe you're looking at dropping or you have dropped that you said, farewell, my friend. Thank you for your service. You know, that's so funny because I was just talking to a friend about this a little while ago, and we were talking about if we could go back and redraft the first two rounds. Oh, my gosh. Knowing what we know now, how different everything would be. I mean, Kelvin Ridley would be a first-round draft pick, for crying out loud. Yeah, and right? Julio Jones maybe be a third or fourth. <laughs> So I hate to say it because, you know, you're talking about hanging them up for the year. Uh, I hate to say it, Deshaun Watson. Uh, wow. Don't tell me that. I have, I have too many stocks in Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, he was one of the top four, top five quarterbacks off the board. And, man, that offense is just awful. You know, no, no DeAndre Hopkins anymore. No you know, injuries in the backfield. The defense has been giving up a lot of points. They fired their coach and GM. That, that, is, that team is in shambles right now. And I would say anybody that's in the Houston Texans right now should not be in your lineup. Wow. Okay, so I have Deshaun Watson in a league where every which way thing has gone wrong. I was talking to you about it in this league. Deshaun Watson is on that roster. So you're not giving me much hope for this league right now. However... You know, I, I look at the A.J. Greens of the world. I look at the T.Y. Hiltons. I look at Marvin Jones. I've dropped my stock mm-hmm. in him as well across the board. Uh, there's just certain people that have, have done a great, a great service for us, have won us money, have won us leagues in the past, but are just not the same person. Um, and, and it's sad to say, of course. Now, on the flip side, there's some people who we didn't even know their names before this year, like many years that now are assets to most likely playoff contending championship winning teams. I'm talking about the James Robinsons. You know what I mean? I mean, people like that who everything fell into place just right for him to be able to, to, to completely break away and be the player he is today. You look at a guy like Scotty Miller, who's being filled in lineups today uh, with Thursday night football. I mean, there's a lot. Who are some people that, you know, you mentioned redrafting. 
which most likely that's what we're probably going to do uh, on our Sunday show if you're interested in listening to the Fantasy Gods live on ESPN San Antonio. But for this specific podcast, who are some buy low candidates that you think are going to have a bounce back year that you can get them on the low, get them on the cheap, and get them while you can? Get him on the low right now, uh, especially if you're going to try to trade. I mean, he's not on the waiver wire. But I have belief in James Conner. You know, he's missed some games this week, this year, because of injury. Uh, he hasn't been the same, but when he's been out there, he's been pretty decent. He's been pretty decent, and Big Ben has put up some pretty good, good numbers this year. So I think James Conner, I would still hold on to his stock. Man, I'm taking a look at some of these players, man. I mean – you, you talk about players that you drafted high, like Kenyon Drake. Oh, that is somebody probably the right. biggest bus, probably the biggest bus of the year, most likely. Uh, and and to an extent, his quarterback too. You know, so it's just so crazy how this year has gone. You know, Kenyon Drake is somebody that I'm still hanging on to. I still start him in one of my leagues, and I, I I'm going to give it one or two more weeks. Uh, but look at some 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 second some second tier running backs from the draft. Like Ronald Jones a second, he finally busted out. Antonio Gibson finally busted out. So those are some players that I would look at, and I would think, you know what? Those guys are probably going to be top 15 backs the rest of the way. Who would have thought that Mike Davis would be yeah. a top six or seven running back? So those are some guys that I'm looking at. And when it comes to quarterbacks, it's all about the rookies right now. Tyrod Taylor's done, man. Justin Herbert is the man. And he has done back-to-back-to-back good weeks. So he's slinging the ball, and, and you got to ride with him too. I can understand that. I think somebody I like to buy low on right now, uh, if you can, is Miles Gaskin. I'm a big fan of Miles Gaskin. You know, I have him in the league, um, and I think he's been very, very consistent. I mean, you look at it right now. He's the 26th ranked back. So if you're looking at a 12 or 14 team league, he's an RB2. If you're looking at a 10 team league, he's a great RB2 to flex tier. Um, somebody you can be looking at. And also his finishes, 10 points, 14, 14 and a half, 9.2. Very consistent uh, in an offense that normally is not consistent. Another person I'm looking to target, if you can, and most likely might be on your waiver wire. I don't know how or or where, but, you know, somebody I'd be targeting is possibly Russell Gage. I think you could get him on the low right now uh, for the Falcons. Julio Jones seems to be banged up a lot this year. Mm -hmm. Calvin Ridley seemed to struggle a lot. Absolutely zero catches, zero points this past week. Um, Russell Gage is definitely going to be somebody to look out. Now, am I saying he's going to be RB1, I mean, uh, wide receiver one or wide receiver two? No, absolutely not. But somebody to stash on your bench if you can. Um, but I think we are talking about buying players I am still in on Kenyon Drake. Now, that sounds crazy, but if you, for the right price, if you can buy low on Kenyon Drake, absolutely do so. I mean, if you can trade a Ronald Jones or a Leonard Fournette or a crowded backfield like a Damian Harris, James White, and another somebody else, why wouldn't you? If, you, if, if you're going to go even – I would go as crazy, and it's going to sound nuts. I know you're going to probably disagree with me, Absolutely. I would absolutely look at trading either Mark Ingram or J.K. Dobbins as well. That's another crowded backfield that there's going to be plenty of touches to go around. Whereas in, in, in Arizona, it is Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. If you don't have Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake is going to be the lead guy. Now, can he get his position taken over? Absolutely. However, I think it's worth the risk because the upside, we haven't even seen it yet. We just saw it with Joe Mixon. You don't want to be trying to, to buy on the high end when you can buy low now. 
this is just like stock. It's all about buying low and selling high, especially when it comes to trade. So if you have some players, like I was dangling Justin Jefferson the other day. I think he's a great player. I mean, he's obviously a top, a top 30 receiver, but when he blows up for 175 yards and then follows it up with another solid game, he's on a high. I might be able to sell him for something better, a, a decent running back, somebody that I could put in as a flex. You know, right now, it's been a very difficult season because of all of these injuries. Last weekend, Nick Chubb went down. Austin Eckler went down. So now we're looking at names like, like Dearness Johnson, and we're looking at, right. at uh, Joshua, Joshua Kelly being the RB1 there in, in, uh, for the Chargers. This is an awkward season. It's all about depth. And I, I kind of feel that the teams that are, that are undefeated, if you have a 4-0 person in, in, uh, in your league, chances are they were Neo in the Matrix, and they were just dodging injury bullets like crazy. And we just need to be on top of the ball. That's why podcasts like this are important. That's why we're looking at different players. Uh, somebody that I want to buy low on, Emmanuel Sanders. We talked about him three weeks ago as a decent pickup, and then he had a goose egg. He only had like one catch the week that we were talking about him. But look what he's done the past couple of weeks. I would have taken Emmanuel Sanders as, I would, as, a, as a wide receiver three. I would say you could possibly, it depends on your league, depends on the people. You're looking at somebody who's maybe one and three, oh and four. Those are the people you want to trade for. Those are the people who are on full tilt. I am one of those people in one league for the first time ever. And I'm full tilt mode. I'll trade whoever I need to trade to get some pieces back. Let's say one of those people, though, on their bench, stashed away, hidden away, lock and key for the whole year after taking them in the first round. Maybe they have a Michael Thomas that they're willing to trade. Maybe they have a Michael Thomas that, hey, you know what, man? I had Michael Thomas, and guess what my second pick was? Austin Eckler. Guess what my second pick was? Kenyon Drake. I need running backs. I need something. Hey, let me, you know what? Guess what? Maybe I have, you know, maybe, maybe over here on my side, I got a James Robinson, but I also have this person, this person, this person to back it up. Or I have a Chris Carson, but I have two other good running backs as well. Or I have an Antonio Gibson, but he's not even my starter. Think about it. Michael Thomas is going gonna, is gonna to be absolutely dominant when he comes back. And somebody I'd buy low on now as well. And a lot of other fantasy experts not, might not be as high as him, on, on him. I think DJ Moore is somebody you can buy low on as well right now. DJ Moore eventually will become dominant. I think right now he's giving you wide receiver two, wide receiver three maybe numbers. He's not nothing crazy. He had a 20-point game this year. But DJ Moore is still an absolute prime example of somebody that can blow up and will easily become a, a valuable asset. So you should definitely try to buy low on that. However, let's switch to who you're selling high. Now, you talked a little bit about selling Justin Jefferson. I, in a league that I'm struggling in, have Justin Jefferson. I am not too quick to part with him because I feel like we haven't seen what he's capable of. We haven't seen Adam Thielen go down. We haven't seen anything like that. We don't know what he might be capable of. But somebody you could sell high, I hate, I hate to say it because I have a lot of stock in him and it was not on purpose, is Joe Mixon you should be selling high. <laughs> I mean, Joe Mixon is somebody you should be selling for I mean, absolutely full price. Give me what you got. Let's make a move. Whereas if you have a Tyler Boyd, right, there's a lot of wide receivers. Maybe someone's struggling to wide receivers. I'll trade Tyler Boyd, no problem, and get a great running back in return, a great quarterback, a great wide receiver that's just as good, maybe a couple of receivers for him. Um, those are some, some options. What are you thinking, Mike? 
Okay, I have some names here that you might be a little bit surprised by. Just one quickly on the receivers, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on over there. He's a great name. He, has, he put up some really good stats. He had like 13 targets two weeks ago, a lot of targets this past week. He's going to be an attractive commodity out there, but I think you can, you can get him for a couple of pieces, and that might be a good one to do. But, man, I'm going to say two running back names to be kind of leery of. One is Derrick Henry. And it's not because he's, he's playing bad. He's having a good season. One, you know, so-so weak, but two really good ones. Because we don't know what's going on over there with COVID, man. And he had to take up a bye this week, and now we're looking at this upcoming week being a possibility of being in jeopardy. It's not because I don't want him. I don't trust the team necessarily. And what about Ezekiel Elliott? Okay, guy went off the board number two or three in most drafts. But if Prescott's going to be throwing for 450 yards a game in back-to-back-to-back games, that means he's not handing the ball off anymore. So you I'm might be able to – I'm, I'm still okay with Zeke. I think Zeke you can wait a little bit. I agree with you, though. It does get nerve – I mean, it gets nerve-wracking. But I feel like Zeke is still an integral part of that offense. No, he is an integral part of the offense. I'm not saying that he's not worth points and he's not a running back one. But what I'm saying is, would you rather – could you dangle him for a wide receiver one and an RB2? Would you be willing to do that if you have a James Robinson, if you have a Kenyon Drake, someone who could be serviceable back there, maybe a Ronald Jones or something like that, who's not, who, who would put up 80% of Zeke's stats, but in turn, you get that wide receiver one, or maybe you get that quarterback that you've, that you've been missing the, the entire season. Yeah, I hear you. Another person I think you need to absolutely be dangling everywhere. And I mean everywhere. If you have him, do it. If you don't have him, get him, is Robert Tanyan. I mean, we just saw a <laughs> Monday Night Football game that is absolutely one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Robert Tanyan, tied in for Green Bay, went for three touchdowns. Was it three or was it four? I know it was, like, it was a crap ton. It was three. I think it's it was five three. in the last three weeks, yeah. Yeah, three there's no chance in hell, Robert Tanyan. Listen, this is the fantasy gods. I'm telling you there's no chance in hell Robert Tanyan is going to be putting up what he's doing. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to be a serviceable tight end. He will. He'll give you 8 to 10 points, maybe 14 points here and there. He's going to be good, but you're not going to get 39. You're not going to get 40. I say if you, can, if you have a 10-team league, a 12-team league, there's tight ends available on the waiver wire, or there's tight ends to add to a trade. Maybe you trade a Robert Tanyan for a guy like a Hunter Henry and a wide receiver two or an RB two or a good running back like an Antonio Gibson or maybe somebody who had an off week. Maybe you trade for a Hunter Henry and a Kenyon Drake. There's a lot of options. That Here's the thing. Tight ends are not going to go market value the way running backs and wide receivers will, but there's still value to those who are absolutely streaming tight ends left and right, hit up that guy that's one and three. Hit up that guy that's 0 oh and four. What you're talking about here is things revert back to the mean, right? You're, you're saying just because he had three games in a row with touchdowns and three touchdowns in one game, he's not going to average that because if he did that, he'd end the year with like 25 touchdowns. That's not going to happen. Dak Prescott, he's on track for over 6,000 yards passing. That's not going to happen either. He will probably get over 5,000 though. So we're just talking about the fact that sometimes players have good weeks, they become attractive, but what you don't want to do, just like with stocks, you don't want to chase a return. 
And that's what we're talking about here. And I liked the point that you made a little while ago when you said, hey, why not buy up Michael Thomas Lowe because he's injured? Why not pick up somebody who might be there, might be a stud weeks eight and beyond? If you're 4-0, if you're 3-1, and you might have the luxury to do that. You can't necessarily do that no, at 1-3. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, what I've been seeing a lot, and I mean, I don't know if you have, there has been a lot of movement uh, for Christian McCaffrey online. Not on my leagues, but in other leagues, I've been seeing a lot of movement Christian McCaffrey. Today in one of my leagues, four trades, four. Four went through. This is the time people tilt, people listen to. This yeah. is the time that week four, right, man, you know what? What's going on, dude? Kay and Drake is just not giving me enough. I'll trade Kay and Drake for 75 cents, 50 cents on the dollar. And then they do. And then when Kay and Drake blows up, they're other guys that are, hey, man, listen, I, I, I need a running back. I'm struggling. Listen, this is the time if you're going to pull a trade off for somebody that's been – now, here's the thing, too, that you got to recognize potential. If you don't recognize potential, you're going to be the one that's getting screwed in the end. And we don't want that, obviously. We're here to help with advice. And, you know, with that, if you have questions on who you should drop, who you should trade, buy low, buy high on, hit us up. On Twitter, I am at Big Poppy Brandon M. Michael is at 210 Fantasy God. Make sure you hit us up. Let us know what questions you have because there is a lot of buy low candidates, a lot of sell high candidates, and there's still a lot of great value on the waiver wire. Not much in the running back area, but believe me, Every week, there's a reason why the waivers run every week because somebody in your league is bound to drop. An, today, I saw A.J. Brown on my waiver water day. Wow. Why is he there? I have no idea. The week before that, a new guy. Now, again, new guy to our league. It was not somebody I chose. A friend of mine was like, yo, my buddy wants to play. Cooper Cup was in the waiver wire. What the hell's going on there? <laughs> I have no idea. But it happens. And if you don't believe me, it happens. Go look at your waiver wire this next week, and you're going to say, what is going on? Kenyon Drake, after another bad game, is on the waiver? Promise you, it's going to happen. People tilt. People are looking to pick up space, pick up an extra spot. Trust me, just look on the waiver wire yourself every week and make sure you're paying attention to the movement in your leagues. But let's talk a little bit about money, if you don't mind, Mike. I know Mike over here, our, our resident money maker over here, when we're talking money, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chicago Bears today. Um, who are you taking in this game in general? Are you taking the Bucs? you taking the Bears? I have to take the Bucs. I mean, they just have all the talent in the world over there. Um, Brady is still showing that he can do it. Ronald Jones had an incredible game last week. Uh, Scotty Miller is a little bit banged up, is uh, kind of questionable for this, for this game, but he's looking really good out there. Uh, I, I think Tampa Bay is, is the pick today. Okay, so Tampa Bay, I'm looking at Bovada right now, is at minus four. They are a minus 220 money line, and the over-under is 44 and a half. What do you think about that over-under? Uh, what game is that again? This is for Tampa Bay and the Chicago Bears today. Uh, I like the over in that game. So do I. I agree. Oh. Are you taking Tampa Bay minus four, and a half, my, my, minus four or are you going to be taking the money line? What are you thinking in that general spot? Uh, yeah. Minus four is fine. Uh, I, I wouldn't money. I like money lining when I, whenever I'm going for the, uh, the underdog. Uh, kind of, oh, by the way, just taking a look right here. Some breaking news coming in. Uh, the Denver Broncos uh, doing a Patriots game got moved to Monday. So we, we're going to have two Monday night football games all over again. Oh, my goodness. So, Doubling it up all the time. I love it. This is crazy, man, because we're, we're, we're taking a look at, at what's going on in the world. Uh, I mentioned Derrick Henry, how I have him as one of my stud backs in one of my leagues. 
But man, I am definitely afraid to play him because I don't want to suddenly put him in the lineup and then him not play. And it, it's just such, it's so odd the way that things are going right now, man. Yeah, you got injuries, you got COVID, but you also got the fantasy gods to back you up. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Keep it locked, though, to our podcast now. Go hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please leave a review. Let us know exactly how much you love us or how much you hate us. Hopefully, don't leave a review then. But if you love us, leave a review. Make sure to go check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast, as well as listen live on ESPN San Antonio. You can listen live at 11 a.m. right before kickoff on Sunday, 94.5 FM. 1250 AM and on the go at ESPNSA.com. We will talk to you soon, but before we leave you, we always leave with a beautiful message from Michael Jimenez. And Michael, what is that message? May the fantasy gods be with you. We'll talk to you soon, people. Peace.